yo, yo, what up? What hey, up, what's going on, man? You're listening to Chucks and Dogs. We're at Joe's Pizza. Today is Wednesday, April 22nd. Just sitting here about to chit-chat with uh, three guests we got coming on today. Uh, at first, we're going to talk to Sammy Candela, owner of Diamond Instincts. Nice, nice. He's going to break down some MLB, uh, what he does at Diamond Instincts. Baseball talk. After that, we're going to go to ETIP, at ETIP on Twitter, uh, at Campers Advantage, break down the gambling side, the handicapper side of some NBA playoffs. And then last but not least, Sammy Maniscalco, former Division One basketball player, going to break down the NBA playoffs, Bulls, Cavs, and the Western Conference. So what's up? Not much, man. We not skipped much. a week. I was dying, dude. Yeah, you want to explain? You want to explain to our listeners what uh, – what you were doing while you were slacking off last week? Oh, I threw out my back doing squats. What am I doing squats for? 30, 30, 34 years old. So, it, it, yeah, it's just crazy. I was I'm just being dumb. So we're going to get into some uh, MLB talk and some, uh, and some uh, you know, Cubs, Sox stuff right now. Let's welcome in uh, Sammy and Candela from Diamond Instinct. Sammy, what's going on, man? How you doing? Good. Good talk to you. This is uh, Dave. You want to say what's up to Sammy? Yeah, yeah. What's up, Sammy? How's it going, man? Thanks for coming on. Hey, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, let's get to it right away. Uh, Sammy, can you tell us a little bit about Diamond Instincts, how it started, um, what you guys do over sure. there, um, a little bit about that? Sure. Yeah, thanks. Uh, we uh, started o- almost six years ago, actually, just as one cage. I played and coached in Indiana University, and um, I tried my hand at the real world for a while and just wasn't having fun um, and uh, knew that I needed to be in the game. And my wife was a softball pitcher in high school. She was a four-year varsity starter. So we both just started teaching kids and having a blast. And uh, it just started as a hobby and uh, turned into a profession. And we started training. Enti- one entire organization asked us to train them. And uh, soon as late, one into two. And uh, now we're in a 2,200-square-foot uh, facility and 17 cages, and we have uh, 12 teams and from 9 all the way up to 18, and helping kids get college scholarships and baseball, softball, kids of all talent levels, and just coming in and having fun doing what we do. Yeah, you guys are at uh, 600 Waukegan Road in Northbrook. Um, DeMarini Demo House, explain that one to me, man. That sounds really cool. I, I like a good DeMarini bat. We, yeah, we lucked out with some of the connections that we've had and some of the, the people that have taken to what we do. So uh, Marini, uh all the new bats, when they come out, Marina sends them over to us, and you get to come in and try them in the cages, swing them, find one that's uh, right for you, one that you like, and then you could buy them. Um, you could either go out and buy them, or we could order for you uh, with a little discount uh, right at the facility. That's awesome, Sammy. That's awesome. You want to talk about a little bit about – well, we were talking about uh, actually this morning when I booked you for the show uh, about the um, the uh, the running um, aspect of the game. Yeah, the, well, you know, it's, it's the game is just changing so much, and technology is becoming such a big part of the game. And was, we were sitting down and watching the MLB Network last night, and they had uh, they have a new technology where you're seeing how guys could how fast guys can run and their, their top speed and their first step and exit velocity, how strong these guys are now hitting the baseball. And 
balls coming off the bat 112 miles an hour and balls being thrown over 100 miles an hour regularly now. And, and uh, the scouting game has changed. And we were lucky enough to be uh, recognized as one of the top facilities in the country. And there's going to there's going to be 40 pages put up throughout the country. Right now there's only 14, and we just got installed one. And basically it's a 45-minute test, and there's 75 metrics of baseball and softball players that are tested and on pitching and hitting and throwing and running and strength and agility. And um, we're connected with MLB teams and college coaches across the country, and uh, we're really excited to be learning what that uh, that technology is bringing to Diamond Instincts for our players and, and and the connections that we're starting to get from it. That's awesome, man. Uh, we are with Sammy from Diamond Instincts. We are at Joe's Pizza, 5747 Higgins in Chicago, Joe's on Higgins.com. Um, I couldn't help but notice here on the website you got Jim Tomey on, right on the front page. Now, let me. That, How cool is that? Dude, that tells me one That's thing. That's awesome. That, te- that tells me one thing that I'm talking to a Sox fan here, right? Cubs. Oh, come on. Hey, I have Cubs fan. But I'll tell you, I'm calling in and the Cubbies are making another comeback this year, but uh, today. But no, Jim told me one of the, one of the, the biggest, nicest, classiest guys you'll ever meet. And uh, we, again, lucky with some of the people we know. We, we've had a couple Cubs players come in. We had Jim Tomey, Ryan Zimmerman's come in from the Washington Nationals. Um, and just, but Jim Tomey, when he walked in, he, he talked to everybody in the facility. He talked to uh, coaches. He talked to instructors. He talked to kids. He talked to parents. And just a just class act and I mean we're talking about a future Hall of Famer and just one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet uh, just, I, I can't even I can't even explain in words what, what a great guy he was when you when you're watching the MLB and Cubs Sox uh, even if you're not a, you're a Twins fan where do you see the game um, moving Sammy do you, you, now that the, the steroid era is pretty much out do you see it being more of a fast game uh, you know or just move guys over the bunt, or where do you see it when you're when you're teaching at the level that you're teaching at now with the young kids? What are you guys teaching them? It, it's, I think it's it's uh, it's getting to be fun again because I think we're going back to baseball the way it was when we were kids watching the game. Everybody's playing hard, and you have to be an all-around baseball player. I mean, the, the home runs are going to go a little bit down when you talk about guys throwing. 100 miles an hour, 96. You don't see many guys throwing below 96 miles an hour anymore. And obviously the guys are still big and strong, but 96, 97 mile hour fastball is the norm. And then breaking sliders and change ups is off at 91, 92. You got to do little things. You got to play the game right. You got to run the bases right. You got to play defense. Um, and at the college level, now with the bat restrictions, Again, you have to teach the, the guys how to play the game, and uh, that's, that's learning how to get reads and reactions on the bases, learning how to be quick with your feet. And uh, for me, being a smaller guy, that's one of the reasons why we, we coach and teach the way we do, because I had to. I had to take advantage of every little aspect of the game, not being the biggest or strongest guy out there. And that's the fun part for us right now is just teaching the game because everybody, you don't, you don't have to be the biggest or strongest guy to be successful. Uh, where in the old days we were getting in that era where they just got the big old boys that could swing it and then hit it as far as you could. And, but now it's getting to be back to old school baseball again, I think, and that's fun for us. Uh, what do you think is um, 
maybe the number the first thing you have to fix when you have a when you have a kid coming to your camp maybe let's say maybe junior high age something like that coming in um what's what what's the first thing that you see that maybe they're doing wrong usually is it is it one thing or is it different from kid to kid i, I think the biggest thing that, that we, what we see when when i coach in college even and and now today is the kids don't know and incorporate and use their lower half of their body in anything they do, whether it's throwing or, or hitting and for that for that matter running. I mean they, they don't use their lower half, they don't use their body to their advantage and uh, so for us it's it's all about the bottom half, it's all about the base and making sure our kids are dug in and, and, and driving and using the backside and you know, we tell our we tell our little guys, you don't have to be the biggest guy in the world to drive the ball to the park or throw the ball ninety miles an hour. You just have to know how to do the things correctly and use your entire body to your advantage. Yeah, that's huge. Uh, we're talking to Sammy Candela, owner of Diamond Instincts, also coaches Diamond Dogs uh, travel team. Correct, Sam? Correct. Correct. So uh, let's get into a little bit of the MOB. Couple questions. Hey, what do you think about the little Cubs? Uh, Little youth movement. Do you think uh, think they're doing it the right way? Well, I think so. I mean, we as a Cubs fan, we trusted Theo from from the moment he's come over. But it's fun to actually watch guys that again seem like they're playing the game the right way. They and I think it starts from the top with Joe Madden, he's a positive role model for the guys, and keeps it loose and upbeat. But watching these young guys come up and, and again talking about playing the game the right way you're not seeing guys strike out you're seeing guys put tough at bat together after tough at bat and, and it's making it uh it's, it's making it tough on the other team i, I heard uh, something the other day the last last year the cubs when entering the ninth inning were um they entered the ninth inning 79 times losing and they lost all 79 times and, oh and over the last they've only won two games this year after trailing in the ninth inning and it just seems like these guys are doing things the right way. They're just battling tough as bad after tough as bad, making it tough on the pitcher. And sooner or later, the pitcher gets in and they get on base, and then pitchers just get worn out. And it seems like that's what the Cardinals teams did, and the good Twins teams in the past did, and the Royals last year. They just got a bunch of tough outs. And, and when you have tough outs and guys that can run the bases and, and make it tough on defense, and then you put in good pitching and good defense. It's, it's fun to watch, and, and so yeah, I mean, I think they're doing it the right way, and uh, hopefully these guys, these guys are smelling success early, and hopefully it continues on, and and they could uh, rely on this, the the leadership from the top of Madden and some of the veterans that they have to seem like a good mix and a good fit in the locker room. Uh, one one thing uh, I'm wondering is with the Cubs, and I know it's early and they're hot, and uh, it's only going to last so long. I keep telling Eric, you know, <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> You know, how, how, how much does it say for, for a guy like Joe Madden to come in and just, I mean, you, there's a different vibe when you watch this team than there has been the last with, couple of years. Like, how important? Rob, Robin. I yeah. mean, the difference between Ventura and Madden. With, I, I see a total difference, Sammy. Well, just a manager in general. Like, how doesn't it just prove that, that you know, if you're going to put money somewhere, that, that that's a good place to put money. I mean, the, a manager in baseball can really set the tone for the team. They win you an extra 10 games, right, Sam? Pretty much right around there? <laughs> That's what they say. They say about 10 to 15 games. And then they'll be season. You know, you break it down. 10 to 15 games is a, it's a is lot. A lot. Um, that, that, that's going to make the difference now, especially with the two wild cards. It's just sneak in. But it's the culture that it seems like he, that, that he's just bringing in. It seems like everybody wants to play for him. Everybody's loose. He's got everybody believing. And baseball's such a tough game that if you're not positive and you're not upbeat, it's just tough to – it's tough 
a battle out there. And it, it just, you, I think Castro's been the biggest difference. Castro seems like he wants to play baseball again, and he's having fun doing it. And they haven't seen that out of the last few years. And you always knew that he had, he had all-star ability, and, you know, but he's just, he's just showing up every day with a smile on his face. And, and I think not only not only Madden, but then the leadership around, like bringing in Apollo and a Ross and, and even a Lester and, and you know, Phil Coke, some of these older veteran guys that are helping um, the culture that Joe Madden's trying to build, I think that makes a big difference. And, you know, I think the Sox, when they won the World Series, had that with some of the guys that they had. And, you know, as a, as a Cubs fan, the public enemy number one is A.J. Brzezinski. And, but, I mean, the guy is the winner when he was out. He seemed like he always brought something to the locker room and Canerco and, and those guys were just winners, and uh, it, it seemed like it, that's what it takes to, to be successful in a big league ball club. 162 days, you know, games, and you—it's a long season, so you gotta—you gotta have a bunch of guys that are staying upbeat and loose. Before we let you go, we got a little uh, snippet for you to listen to. What do you think of that, Sam? What do you think we're gonna—we're gonna get that? Hopefully, we get to play. Hopefully, we get to play that in a couple more minutes. I'm telling you, that's already my that's the lullaby I sing my two boys before we go to sleep. Do you have? I'm very familiar with. Do you have? Do you have another a couple seconds, or you got to get get to a class or a kid? No, no, I got a couple minutes. If you guys, uh, if you guys, yeah. Keep me um, no, yeah, no problem at all. So, diamondinstincts.com. First of all, we got to make sure we get that in, guys. If, you, if you're listening. You got you got children. I, I've known Sam. Sam, I've I've known you probably man, twenty, probably twenty years, maybe eighteen, twenty years. This yep. guy, this guy, he just yep. he he knows the fundamentals of the game. If you got a son, daughter, looking to go get some lessons and and really need some help, go go to the website, look them oh, up. Dude. Over twenty thousand square feet, seventeen cages. Right there in Northbrook, or I mean, uh, yeah, Northbrook on Waukegan Road. I mean, it's uh, it's it's, it's awesome. easy to get to. It's right there. You guys got to check it out. What do you got, E? Yeah, I just you know I wanted to get to one more thing before we let you go. Um, watching baseball now, Sam, um, and I want to get your get your take to, for some of the listeners. Bunning, bunning, it seems like it's I don't know if it's still there, if it's just totally gone. But I'm looking at guys who should be bunting. I was watching, I think, a Sox game. Um, and Ventura, I think, had eaten but bunt with two strikes. How does Adam Eaton not get it down? Like, as a number one hitter, is 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 there something we're missing? Is it? There, I know they're not just teach. Are you teaching it at the, at, at the with the kids when you're doing the classes and you're coaching, or is it just gone? Yeah. You know, you know, it's some. It's that's a it's a, a great topic. We we talked. We actually worked on it today in groups. We worked on bunting for hits today. Um, before everybody worked on it, just that was all that they did in their station was going for a hit as we were rotating through. But, I mean, it seems like an easy task, but guys don't work on it in batting practice like it's the seventh game of the World Series in the bottom of the ninth and you got to get the job done. Because if you watch batting practice before a game, everybody, that's the first thing that they do. They bunt a ball down the third baseline and they bunt a ball down the, the first baseline and then they go ahead and, and hit. They, they their hit and run, but uh, I mean, it's not again like the old school guys. The old school guys, a four hole hitter or a three hole hitter or a five hole hitter, wouldn't care about laying a bunt down if a coach asked them to because they would do whatever it takes to win. And, and I think that the kids nowadays or, or baseball players nowadays or athletes nowadays, there's a little bit sense of entitlement. And 
and you're you're playing scout, you're playing AEU version of baseball or travel baseball. There's not a lot of that stuff going on because a college coach doesn't want to watch a kid lay down a bunt in a big situation because he wants to see if he could sign the kid for a scholarship. So, you know, it's tough as a coaching staff when we're taking kids around the country. It's it's baseball, but it's not necessarily baseball the way that you would hopefully want it to be played all the time. So when we're teaching and we're coaching, we're having to tell the kids, hey, seven game of the World Series, you have to work and focus and, and get the job done because if we have you to bunt, it's going to be a big situation. So you got to put your mind into that position now. But to me, like you said, I think that laying a bunt down should be the easiest thing in the world, And uh, but you got to focus and practice on it and, and got to concentrate on it all the time. Man, I, I, I'm so with you. I, I couldn't believe that happened. Um, again, Sam, thanks for coming on. Guys, Diamond Instincts, go there, check them out, get a package. You're not, it's not, it's going to be worth it. Sam, again, I hope you have a great night. We'd love to have you on again. Um, our baseball analyst, Sam McCandela, thanks for coming on, buddy. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Had a blast. Can't wait to do it again. Thanks, right, Sam. Sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. There it is. The little Cubs. Oh, yeah. We're going to play. That's pretty crazy, dude. That's nice. First timer. Yeah, he's, about, he's good, right? Everybody's drinking the Kool-Aid in the city. It makes me sick to my stomach. It's, they're, they're a long way away. No, you know what? It's fun to see anybody winning. You know what I mean? Even even if you don't told, like a team, you, you got to get behind your city, right? What did I tell you the first... The first um, what? Two, last show, two shows ago, I think they'll be around. There's couple. There's still a year. They're gonna be around 500, Dave. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah they've, imp- the they've improved. Day. Yeah, you gotta. They've improved. Oh, absolutely. There's no doubt. I, I watched a. I watched a Sox game the other day, because I threw a little bit of uh, candy on the game. Okay. And I almost and threw <laughs> my remote at the TV. Do you uh, know what happened? No, no. What happened? I missed it. I texted my diehard buddy. About the game. Yeah. All right. B-Dub. I know you'd be listening. So I texted B-Dub, and I told him. I go, I'm done. Alexi Ramirez whiffed at a second when, when Samarja pitched eight strong innings. Right. In Detroit. First game. Yeah. You think you'd be pumped. Detroit's yeah. on a roll. Okay? Absolutely, yeah. All right. They hit a, a shot to Abisail Garcia in the ninth inning. Tie ball game, 1-1. Evisel Garcia in right field dives, misses it. Maybe could have came out, but it doesn't. Throws a bullet to Alexi Ramirez at second. The guy was out by two feet. Alexi Ramirez just did that whiff tag. Didn't even touch him. <laughs> Didn't even touch him. Didn't even get his nose in there. Really? That's a, that's a joke, dude. That's a fucking joke. Yeah, I saw you tweet about that. I saw you tweet about that. I was so fucking pissed. <laughs> so the candy wasn't sweet after all. No. Right? It was more like sour, a lemon, dude. Right? Yeah. yeah. In my back. <laughs> Oh, dude. Yeah, in your back. In your back. Yeah, so, so we didn't even get it. My, threw it my back, blah, 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 and I was hurting, dude. Right. It's being stupid. Being a dumb fuck doing squats at 34 years old. Yeah. You're, I couldn't you're, move. You're, you're, you're 100 and nothing. You shouldn't even be around a weight set. You should be, like, doing the, you know, the pink weights that the girls, like, the Easy. girls do. Yeah, yeah. That's what you should be doing. Body. Yeah. So Easy. I'm just saying. Hey, my eyes do wander at the gym, though, to, you know, to, if I'm, you know, there's, like, a, like a pink Set over on the side. Maybe I'll go hang over there. For yeah, a bit. Well, you know, I'm just, just kidding. Go over there and stretch it out a little bit. No, but dude, <laughs> I was hurting. And then, the, and then, can you? But can you believe he did, he whiffed, dude, on the tag? 
Right. He, 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 all he had to do was put the, the glove down. The glove right on the, by the bag. Yeah. He went like, the, the, I'm, I'm showing Dave right now. He did like the little whiff. It's, it's lazy. Lazy. Yeah. That's Ozzy? He's ripping him. Oh, absolutely. Robin? Me, yeah. Robin looked like he, didn't, like he just got done smoking a joint. <laughs> He's so laid back. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind it, but it's like, even my buddy, who is this, like the diehard fan, he's like, Ozzy doesn't do that. No, no, he no. He gets into him. Yeah, yeah. He, he would get into it. He would tear into him. He didn't take any shit. And, and you know what it is? It's, and so I, what do you, what, as a diehard fa- Sox fan, what's going on? I love Robin Ventura as a player, right? I loved him. He's, he seems like, to me, at this point, to be a lame duck coach. That's just me. I mean, I don't see any fire in this team. It just seems flat. Um, you know, it's either one of two things. You're not getting anything out of the bullpen. is garbage. Or you're getting good play out of your bullpen, but you're not getting any run support. It's like you, you can't win for losing. Now, luckily, they're only five games back, 13 games in. But at the end of the day, I just, I don't know. I mean, I don't see a spark. You know what I, yeah, there's just. Tigers are it's pretty much done, Tigers. Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, but, we're going to, yeah, we'll get into some more MLB. Um, but we're going to talk some NBA, switch gears a little bit. Uh, we're watching uh, Memphis right now, 90-75 up on Portland. Uh, let's get into some NBA talk with our uh, our handicapper, our Vegas expert from Capper's Advantage, E-Tip. What's up, dude? Going on, bro. How you been, man? Long time no talk, huh? <laughs> yeah, been a minute. Cool, cool. Yeah, you're back. Yeah, you guys are back in the swing. I saw you. I guys saw you. Uh, I got the email today. So um, let's let's get into it. Let's get into some NBA. Uh, we're we're already what couple games in. Um, you and Big East are are still handicapping the NBA. Uh, do you have any things you look for in the NBA in the playoffs that are different than the regular season? Yeah, in, in these series, um, these, first of all, these lines are so tight um, during the playoffs. Sometimes it can really get scary um, how tight they are. But yeah, you get. You're getting a series back to back to back, so I feel like you can you can get a read on teams that are just exhibiting a mismatch. Um, of course, you got some you got some, some zigzagging back and forth. Um, teams with both might have caught up in a little zigzag series. That used to be a uh, a nice little blind play almost, and you know, simply going against the team you want to cover the night like the game before, I should say. Um, but uh, yeah, you know. Looking for flow, for flow in that in that uh, in that series, and then I love I love the game three. I love the teams going home uh, for that game three and, and bouncing back in that spot. So we're looking to play that here coming up this weekend. Nice. I got a question: Is Rondo done? Is he done? Did you watch him yesterday? <laughs> Did you see that? Hey, that's a. Nothing but a malcontent at the moment. It just seems like he can't get happy. You know, someone, someone will figure it out. Someone will give him a try. He's not I, there. I actually, I, speaking of that real quick, not to cut you off, but watching that game and looking at that spread, I kind of like Dallas, too, getting – I'm not a big Houston guy. I can't stand – I love James Harden. I can't stand him, though. Um, I like I have total respect for him. I just think is, – is Dallas that – what's the right word? old that they can't really keep up with them i mean they're getting six six and a half when dallas was getting six six and a half i mean that's tough to to pass up 
That that whole series, I think, is going to be. You got. You want to go talk some bulls? Hey, I'm always going to talk some bulls. But first, let's get the the plugs in, man. We got Charlotte Sports on the line at etip11 on Twitter, uh, cappersadvantage.com. Check it out. Him and Big East. Yes. Ninety nine bucks. College football, college basketball, NBA. They're they're the they're the real deal. They're not going to mess around. They're they're not going to lie to you. Yeah. Um, the bulls are they getting hot at the right time? Or what? I think. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm digging them, man. I, I like the way they play. I'm, I'm a defensive guy anyway, so I like that crime style. But, I mean, game one, Derrick Rose just looked electric. He looked a little erratic last game. But, man, he's got another gear. Showed you why he was an MVP. I mean, Paul Gasol, they, they get so much experience. Jimmy Butler is playing with his hair on fire. I mean, there's, there's a lot to like, man. I think they can give Cleveland all they want, man. They're, they're going to be a tough out, that's for sure. Who do you like to come out of the East, and who do you like to come out of the West? And then, uh, can you give us uh, a champ? Yeah, man, I'm gonna ride uh, ride someone of a local guy, man. Steph Curry's got it going on in Golden State. <laughs> oh, they uh, almost a little bit of Kentucky syndrome, but man, they just—I mean—they're good on both ends of the floor, and I mean, they just—they've shown it all year. I, I like them to come out of the West. Their roster is just top notch. Um, and as long as LeBron's around and surrounded with the Don't say it. Ball, Don't say it, I mean, please. It's going to be hard to get Cleveland coming out of the East. All right. So who you got Who you got winning out of that one? Uh, you know, I kind of feel like Golden State's working on something a little special. I'm going to ride them until they give me a reason not to. All right. I got a little future play on the Spurs. So... I'm hoping. Okay. You think they get by the Clippers? <laughs> I don't know. I was beating that game around, and uh, the Clippers have looked like other. I mean, they look like bizarre Clippers the last like, 16 games or so. It's kind of hard to, to step in the way. I mean, San Antonio did. They still rebounded the ball well. They just, they missed a ton of shots. So, and, and I think the Clippers shot about 56 percent from three. I don't think they keep that up. So I think this will come back to normal. I don't think they run away with it. But it'll be interesting. Got hope they uh, got hope they get the win tonight. It'd be big for the future. If you had to give, if you real quick, if you had to give a, I know you picked Golden State in Cleveland, but it may be a value play on on the win the championship, like a Bulls or someone else. Do you have anything that that maybe you got any like a dog that would come out? I mean, yeah, I'm uh, <laughs> playing the other way. I guess I guess I couldn't get away from the line move. But Memphis, man, if they can, uh, they can put you, they can grind your ass down real good. And I mean, I, I kind of, you know, I take the Bulls out of the East and Memphis out of the West if you want me to go off the, off the chalky line. Pardon the pun. But uh, I don't know. <laughs> Memphis kind of strikes me as a team that they could do some damage. Cool. Uh, all right, so so going into uh, all the game threes here, um, you got any you got any plays you'd want to offer up to the listeners? Maybe one 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 freebie for the listeners. What you're looking at if you're th- if you're playing one if you got like if you you know. 
now you've seen have you seen it e-tip sorry four and a half that's that's not that's not too much yeah that's what i'm saying you know if it's if it's got moderate action and you know that thing stays and even if it even if it moved a little bit um you know, it wouldn't be worth taking a look at but i i'd like to think in that particular situation we're gonna want to, uh, it's gonna be uh, w, they really want that, so I'm going to look at that. Awesome, awesome. Again, uh, we're talking to at ETIP on Twitter, at ETIP11 on Twitter, um, from Capper's Advantage. Him and Big East do a great job. Uh, we just wanted to, uh, one quick, we talked about earlier, um, MLB, I know you don't give out anything MLB-wise. We're trying to get in some baseball talk. Do you, like you said, do you look at, like, if a team's hot on a ten, like seven and three eight or last ten, you look at bullpens. Did you just try to see if the public's on somebody and go opposite? A little insight on that and some baseball. Yeah, I mean, you know, baseball, man, it's so tough. It's such a grind. You think any other sports a grind? That is a grind like no other every night. But um, you know, I'm, typically you want to play. You want to play any favorite. You know, around one thirty, probably as high as you like to go. Um, you know, a, lot, a lot of people like to progress with that, you know, pick a team that potentially being a dog and, um, you know, maybe swap your games and try to hit them until they win one. But that can get expensive and get out quite the bankroll to do it. But, yeah, I, I just say, you know, try to pick your spot, find a, find a pitcher you like. Um, you know, they have the ball in their hand more than anybody, so they can control things. And, you know, take a moderately priced favorite I kind of look for. And, I, I again, you know, I like this when uh, – Johnny Public is not only counting the fade, but they're counting the dog and thinking they're getting a little gift, and nothing says gift like plus points, but it says a little more when it's plus money. You know, when you can when you can see plus 120 and plus 110, even plus 100, it seems to me psychologically that's just it's so attractive to always lay a minus to win, and then a side you like, you're getting offered plus 100 or even money or even plus 10, plus 20, and I feel like it's a good situation to really go opposite right there. Yeah, I, would you ever lay over 150? I see a lot of, like, handicappers, you know, that that, that try, try to stay away from uh, laying a buck 50. Do you try I mean? Yeah, would, I, for, for me, I mean, I wouldn't would 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 make would, a habit out of it yeah. uh, by any means. But, you know, if it's a situation and, I mean, your gut feel is lining up with it, I mean, I would never say don't do anything. I mean, I've laid it out. I would do it, if, you know, again, if the stars aligned and it was, it was right. So, you know, I, I never try to put any hard, fast rules. Uh, I, have a, I have a couple, but, you know, something like that to never say I lay over over minus 150 or, you know, two to one. That's obviously a stretch, but 150, 160, I'll, I'll certainly lay it with a good pitch in myself, for sure. 
All right, Charlotte Sports at etip11 on Twitter. Doesn't get any better than that. Dude, Capper's Advantage, uh, full season of picks for 99 bucks. You're not going to find that. I mean, you're not going to you're not going to find that anywhere. No, I mean, like I always say, every time we have them on, they're not they're not guys that are that are shady. Never. They're going to tell you that they started a, a, a cool thing at the end of this year where they like a blog. You want to give us a little insight real quick before we let you go on that? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a, you know, it's a peek under the curtain. It's letting you know that, you know, I'm, I'm riding this thing just as you are. Um, you know, it's, it's about long-term success, about educating that, um, you know, this, this isn't the place you want to come to if you want to try to get rich quick or, you know, just think you can catch lightning in a bottle and continue to turn on. It's about consistent winning and, you're battling the ups and downs and over the long term being a winner. This blog, you know, I just kind of at the end of the week just summarizing good or bad, you know, own, own the bad shit, celebrate the good, and, um, you know, hope, hopefully it's more more good than bad. Um, you know, and so I think it's a good way to kind of share a little bit more, invite more conversation back and forth. Um, you know, that's why, you know, we, we have members, not clients or anything like that, you know. One big, one big group of us, you know, trying to feed them in. That's, that's, that'll never change. But, you know, to your point, it's, the blog is just a little bit more insight into, you know, the realness of what we do, the honesty with which we, you know, try to carry ourselves, and the transparency, you know, that we have into to what we're doing, and we you know the successes and the non. So, just a little insight in. That's awesome. Uh, Atip, thanks for coming on again. Uh, great time. Hope to talk to you uh, next week. Maybe some more NBA playoffs. Have a good night, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. All right, thanks, man. Thanks, yep. buddy. Man, E Tip, as he always, makes, he, he makes me want to gamble. Uh, doesn't he get you pumped? Bring it. It, it just listen jo- Jordan, to this guy. Bring, put, come on, bring <laughs> it. Yeah. I think the Bulls could uh, could really knock Cleveland out. I think it's gonna happen. I can't wait. I know we gotta beat. I can't wait. I know you gotta beat Milwaukee first. But I believe. I don't know. I believe. We got we got two teams in the playoffs here in Chicago. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm not a big. If you want to get in, yeah, play it. We got, we got to talk da, about da, it, right? Da, 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 these guys. Da, 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 da. Oh, darling. Dude, these guys. My darling. These these Blackhawks just like keeping you up late, dude. One o'clock in the morning. That wasn't up. Central. Crazy. One o'clock in the morning. Were you up? No. A minute into tr- triple overtime. No, I made it through two. I made it through two overtimes, fell asleep during the intermission. I'm an old man, E. I can't hang with these guys, you know? No, I didn't make it up. It was a work night. Yeah. I was busy prepping for the show, man. I can't be up these kind of hours. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, no, they're playing tough right now. They, uh, darling, man. How about pressure? Out of Lamont. Pressure. No, local, pressure. local guy out of Lamont. Oh, pressure. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't see. I don't think he feels it. And uh, I don't like goalies getting all the credit and, and getting pull, pulled off. I don't like, excuse me, I don't like Crawford getting all the bad like quarterbacks do in football. You know, like, you think you, you think Crawford he, gave up all six of those goals? Though? Look, if you if you if you like the Hawks that's, and you like garbage, Crawford, dude. here's the thing: Crawford's going to take risk. He's going he's going to get out of the net. 
He's going to go behind the net. He wants to skate with all the rest of the guys. And he leaves the net open sometimes, but he makes some amazing saves. And he's, he, you know, he's already won a Stanley Cup. But, you know, make no mistake about it. I, I don't think Crawford's, Crawford's getting paid, let's be honest. You yeah, know, he's getting so, paid. He wants to be out there, though. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think they're buddies. I think Break it down had, for me. Break it down. Break I, down the Hawks for me right now. I just, here's the deal. you got to go with the hot hand. You know, Frankie, like Frankie from Joe's Pizza said, Hockey's huge. It is, and you don't huge. watch. You were like, you don't. You, you get bored with hockey. It's it, playoff hockey's different than like. I agree. Come on, I agree. Playoff hockey, yes. Okay, they, I'll they, give it to you guys. This, I'll give it to you guys, dude. They skate faster. They hit harder, dude. They're the. I I think they're the. Uh, I tell my buddy all the time. They're the hardest. Uh, what's the right word? Mo- the most physical sport. Oh yeah. Of any sport, Frankie just chimed in. You could hear him. Did you hear him, everybody? That's the <laughs> owner of Joe's Pizza. Don't let him tell you he's not. He's such a liar. He makes great pizza, too, by the way. Joe's Pizza on Higgins. Joe's on Higgins.com. We, we were sitting here and uh, setting up, and the lady comes up. Are you the owner? You make a great pizza. He's it was like, awesome. He's like, are you, she, she goes, are you Joe? Goes, nope. I'm the grandson. Yeah. We should get him on here. Frankie played baseball. We'll get him on one of these days. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's too shy. You, he's know got what the, you know what? He's got the good locks, the curly locks. Look at those things. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. At the end of the day, you know, stuff like that, stuff like the Hawks game, the the Bulls being in playoffs, the Hawks being in the playoffs. I mean, that's it's good. Awesome. For, that's good for so business. So break it down too. a little bit. Break them down before your worst Sammy Maniscalco comes on. You know, the first from the call first couple games, the Hawks were starting out slow. Um, last night they took it to them. They took it to them and, and, and scored right out of the gate. Um, you know, they're 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 playing good. You got guys stepping up. Kane's getting back into it. Um, they're getting hot at, at right at the right time. You think? Oh, yeah. They're yeah. winning it all? I don't know if they're winning it all, but. Let's go. Yes I, or no? I would say, I would say, yeah, of course. I mean, yeah? I, I would say. I mean, right, the, I'm saying no. The Kings are in it. They, I'm saying no. The Kings are gone. Yeah, well, I mean. All yeah. right, we'll see. They already got two. The core, the core guys better already pizza. got two. Better pizza? I'll bet a pizza on it. All right. Better, better pizza and what Joe's. Kind of, wait, what kind of Joe's. pizza? What, what, what kind of pizza? I get sausage, dude. Yeah? Plain it up? I, I like Plain. A, I, li- I like a good sausage. I like a sausage pizza, but... You do like a good sausage, yeah. probably. No, right? that's, I'm going to edit that out. Don't worry. No, you're not. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, you're not. Um, he edited dick out. <laughs> no, but uh, you know what I had the other day? It was uh, one of those Italian... The, uh, Italian sausage? A, Italian beef. Yeah, combo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? No, on a pizza. You ever had that? No, that should not be on a pizza. I had it. It was good. No chance. Frankie, yes or no on a pizza? Uh, should, should that be on a pizza? I na- it's I good, na- but I it should say- not be on a pizza. That's Frankie what I, that's what I just said. said. Personally, I like just sausage. I'm not a pepperoni guy, though. All right. Well, we get some Hawks talk. We're done with that. Yeah. All, All right. right. Let's get back to some NBA. NBA. Um, Bulls up 2-0 on Milwaukee. Rose looked good the first game, bad the second game. Jimmy Butler's playing out of his mind right now. Jimmy uh, Butler's going to get paid. He's going to get paid. Oh, yeah. So that sets up the Eastern Conference, not finals, because they're going to play him in the next round. What do you think? Can they do it? I don't know who's going to beat Atlanta, dude. You think you don't know? Can the Bulls beat Cleveland, first off? Look, I'm looking, at, I'm looking past Cleveland. Cleveland's garbage. I can't stand LeBron. I hate LeBron. Did you see he wears no headband now? Hey, and all of a sudden he's got no hairline. Oh, so yeah. what happened? <laughs> it's weird, dude. dude, dude he he has, he has to be using something. I'm not go go wait, check it out. Everybody, all these listeners, go check out LeBron James' 
pictures before when he was wearing a headband. Now he doesn't wear a headband, and all of a sudden he's got no hairline. Hey, when That's you, unbelievable. When you, I want that stuff. When you got LeBron, my hairline's terrible. When you got LeBron money, I mean, shit just happens like that. Yeah, but I can't stand him. How about plugs? You think he's he's got plugs? He's got something up there, dude. It might be plugs. Well, I think he I think he took roids too, to be honest with you. Oh, really? But that's a whole other story. He's a big dude. He's huge. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. As long as it's your opinion, you can say whatever you want. You just can't. I, I <laughs> the Bulls. I can't wait. Bulls, I cannot Bulls, wait for that series. The Bulls are gonna wipe Milwaukee. Um, it's gonna be Chicago, Cleveland, and the Bulls are gonna take them. I, I don't think it's gonna be a problem. I think. I think the the Bulls are looking forward to that game. That that's the one they're looking forward to. For yeah, sure. the Bulls. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. They're gonna play Sammy Maniscalco's team too in the next <laughs> round. So let's welcome him in, Sammy. What's going on, Sammy? What's going on, fellas? How are you doing? Good, man. Our NBA NCAA expert, Sammy, joining us on Chalks and Dogs. We're at Joe's Pizza Wednesday night, April twenty second, hanging out, talking sports. All right, let's get into it. You heard us. We're talking Bulls up 2-0. Uh, what do you like? What do you see? How far you got them going? I'm guessing you're going to have Cleveland beating them. But what? What can you analyze what, what you see from them right now, Sammy? Yeah, I, I think they look good. I think obviously uh, your your biggest thing is the way Jimmy Butler played last game. Um, his emergence offensively, I think, was huge. Um, just just for the fact that you know Rose didn't have a goal in the first half and couldn't score. And, um, he, he just proved that in a playoff series or a playoff game, I should say, um, you know, he carried him down the stretch offensively, and I think that's what if you look back to Bulls in the playoffs the years before, especially when they had Rose in the MVP year. They really had nobody else that could carry him offensively when they needed buckets or needed some scoring opportunities down the stretch, and, and Jimmy proved that. Um, granted, it's the Bucks and they're the sixth seed, but um, it is what it is, and, and he's playing well. So. Um, <clears throat> I thought they were a little sluggish at times. I don't think Milwaukee is very good, but Milwaukee, one thing they did last game was they got really physical with the Bulls and they guard. Um, and that frustrated the Bulls, I think, a little bit, but I don't see that series going more than five games, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Bulls sweep them. Do you, do you think, Sammy, do you think um, the right thing to do, win or lose in the playoffs, at the end of the year, uh, D. Rose cuts Jimmy Buckets a check? Because, I mean, D. Rose is getting the money Jimmy Buckets should be getting right now. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's, he's going to get paid regardless. I mean, Jimmy Butler is... So we just is, said. Uh, he's going to get paid, whether it's by the Bulls or by somebody else. I would assume it's by the Bulls, but he's getting max money. Um, so I don't think he's going to have to worry about Derek Rose cutting them checks because he's going to be getting some, yeah. some nice ones in the next yeah. few years. Yep. Do you... All right, we'll stay in the East. Washington, I did not see that happening. Can you... What's going on in Toronto... Do you think they can come back and maybe make it a series, or do you think that one's over? No, that one's over. I think just because of the fact that Washington is, um, uh, you know, they went to on the road, so now they're going home and they got all the confidence. Toronto's kind of deflated. Um, I mean, I didn't see Washington win the both. I saw Washington maybe speaking out once because of their, their veteran savvy and, and the fact that, they, you know, they got Nene and Gortat inside and they got, you know, Pierce. And and I really like their guards, John Wall and Beal. Um, as far as their athleticism and, and their energy level and their motor, um, obviously I'm not a big fan of John Wall as far as you know, being able to shoot and knock down shots, but, man, is he uh, 
is he all over the place offensively and defensively? His energy, his athleticism. 26-17 isn't too shabby in a, in a playoff game. So um, they're, they're good. I mean, they're, they guard. They're physical. Um, you know, because that's the whole thing. You win with cards. I mean, Beal played great the other day and, you know, to go along with Wall. And, um, yeah, that, that series is over. There's no doubt about that one. So I think 94% up 2-0 up in the series. Um, the team that's up 2-0, well, you win 94% of the series. So 2-2 two two on the road, and you're coming back home for two, I think. Okay. You can call it a wrap. Speaking real quick, let's change it real quick. Do you think the NBA then, you're, you're counting them out, you're counting Milwaukee out, you get definitely counting Boston out. Should they go just go to a five-game series and, and screw the seven-game, or is it because is of money and TV rights and all that bull crap? Yeah, I mean, that's all it is. And I, I think the seven-game series is great. I don't think the five, I think seven is better. Um, that's like what they did in the finals. They went 2-2, two, 1-1-1 two, one, one, one instead of 2-3-2. Two, two, two. So the big change they need to make is they need to go to 16 teams seated regardless of, of conference, you know, 1-16, through 16, um, and, and have the playoffs that way instead of having an East and a West uh, to, to seed teams. Um, I think playoffs should be 1-16 through 16, uh, regardless of conference, and then they go from there. I think that will make it much more competitive and, and um, kind of mix things up a little bit. Cool. Cool. Um, let's bring it out west then, I guess. Golden State looking tough. And we got the Clippers Spurs about to tip off tonight. Can they? Can the Clip? Do they look different? Can they do it? I think, you know, we watched the other night. Paul did an unbelievable second half of the season. And obviously he is uh, he's out to prove something with the fact that he's never been in a you know, conference finals before in his career. Um, and I, but the thing with the Clippers is, if Blake Griffin plays like he did the other night, I think they have a chance um, to, to, to advance because it, I don't think they can go very far with Chris Paul being their number one option. Not that he's not good by any means, he's great, but I just think a guy that's six foot that has to carry that kind of load and that kind of burden um, over the course of a playoffs is, is tough to do, you know. So if Blake Griffin's firing on all cylinders, he's playing like he did the other night. Um, yeah, I think they'd definitely get by San Antonio. Um, and then, you know, we'll, we'll see what can happen uh, versus Houston if Houston beats Dallas. But um, San Antonio, if, if they would have got that two seed, I think they'd be a lot more, um, much better of a chance of, of advancing and coming out because if you're the six seed, you got to go on the road three series in a row. That's not exactly easy to do, especially when they're, you know they got an older group of guys, and you know they've been in the finals two times now. So um, that's going to be tough. If they would have got the two seed, I would give them more of a chance, but I don't see San Antonio coming out of the West anymore. I think it's Golden State to lose, to be honest with you. Um, I'm really impressed with the way Memphis is playing as far as as far as they you know guard, um, but Golden State is just man offensively, and they got four guards that spread you out. Draymond Green, man, he is. Uh, he is opening some eyes. He's uh, a heck of a player and very, very fun to watch. Awesome, Sammy. Hey, um, you know, looking at it, you got eight. You got eight games going, or eight series going. Every one of them, with the exception of the Clippers, who play here in a little bit, they're all up to zip. I mean, are, are we gonna get? Are we gonna get a series out of any of these games, or out of, out of any of these, or is it gonna be Spurs Clips? It looks, it looks like Spurs Clips is the only one, right? Yeah, I mean, Spurs Clippers, gonna, I think, you know, that's once Spurs get back home, it's going to be tough to beat them on their home court. And who knows, they might even sneak one out tonight. You never know. Uh, the way Popovich makes adjustments. Players are all about adjustments. First thing into the series are our teams feeling each other out. 
I'm Steve Patel from Lopsider Ones, you know, Cavs, Celtics, uh, Wizards, Toronto, um, Bulls, Milwaukee, I think. But, um, you know, well, when they shift to the other team's home court, you know, things get tougher. Um, some teams play better on the road than they do at home. If you look at those Miami teams over the last four seasons, you know, if you look at their numbers and stuff, they almost, in the playoffs games, and they're back against the wall and they were on the road and they W, that's when they played their best. You know, they kind of relaxed with you. It's human nature to kind of relax at home because you think you got a little bit of a you're pushing a five seven point cushion or getting a couple calls or whatnot. It's just human nature. So when you get on the road, it's kind of more, hey, your margin for error shrunk a little bit and you know really really focus on detail and, and execute on the stretch. Um, but I think your Clippers first series. Don't be surprised too in that Dallas uh, Houston series um, with Rick Carlisle being more of the best coach in the league and the Justin teammates when they go back home. I think they'll get one, maybe two. So um, coming around after the, after the weekend, you'll see probably some better series. We just talked about that with uh, one of our handicappers about the Rondo situation out in um, with the Mavs. Do you – just a not a great fit, right? Yeah, I mean, he's obviously – you know, Rondo was great when he had, you know, surrounded by three Hall of Famers and with his skill level and his – experience um you know he's a heck of a point guard but for some reason there he's just not clicking with them he's not you know seen eye to eye with, with carlisle and the team and he's been known to have a little bit of an attitude problem um you know and, and some immaturity um in his past years it's just he would happen to be surrounded by garnett and pierce and ray allen Doc rivers that kind of hid that and he performed you know nobody says anything when you're out there getting triple doubles in playoff games and, and kind of dominating playoff games in a sense so um Obviously, all eyes are on that situation, and uh, it's definitely a tough one. But I think if they squash that now and he doesn't play, I think they might be better off. To be honest. Uh, what about Tibbs? If if they go if they go far in the playoffs, is he going to be back? He's or are we? He's, he's gone. gone. He's gone. He's gone. They got. I mean, he's gone. If they win a championship, he might be here. But other than that, he's out. Wow. Who? 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 I mean, I. I it's almost like a. I mean, that's just my opinion. I don't know that, but it's almost like a last year Harbaugh 49ers situation, you know? Wow. Where, yeah. you know, he, he's been, Tibbs has been button heads with, with uh, you know, front office for a few years now, and it's finally, I think, you know, they're, I think, I don't think they're, I think it's already done deal, to be honest with you. Um, and it's really unfortunate, too, because I'm a Thibodeau fan, and I think if you're a basketball fan, um, you respect and you appreciate what that guy does um, and how he coaches his guys and his, his guys play the game the right way. Um, they guard, they're physical, they're tough. They play hard for him every single night. Um, he demands a lot out of his guys and they give it to him. And it's often a respected coach. Um, so I think it's an unfortunate situation, but um, no matter what happens with that, he will end on his feet. I mean, there will be 10, 15 teams lining up to where do you, him yeah, where as do you their s- coach. Where do you see him landing, if anywhere? Do you see him landing anywhere? Um, if Oklahoma City doesn't have a coach, but does not have a coach by then, I see him in Oklahoma City. That'd be unbelievable. Wow, that would be crazy. See, that's rumors. Rumors of that started coming out about three or four months back. Just, I mean, obviously rumors are rumors, but um, you, you kind of see anywhere he goes, he's going to change the culture of a of a team and of a of an organization. As far as you know, he brings that toughness, that defensive. I mean, he was a defensive guy in those, I know, that Boston, those Boston teams with Garnett and Pearson, those guys. He was the, the defensive guru there. So, um, 
yeah, he'll, he'll land on his feet wherever he goes. I don't think he's too worried about it. And to be honest with you, I think he's so fed up with it now. He's probably so sick of it. Um, the fact that they've micromanaged that situation for so long that I bet you he wants a breath of fresh air and out of it as well. So um, it might be kind of a mutual thing on both ends. That's awesome. We got it's at Sam Maniscalco on Twitter. Uh, were you cheating on us the other day, Sammy? Were you talking? Were you talking? What? Were you talking NBA playoffs for another show? What's this all about? Yeah, yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> I gotta be hey, I gotta be hey, I, I know. Versatile. I, you know what? I, I, for, we, I forgot to send him the spaghetti. <laughs> oh yeah. No, he's he goes. Oh, you go. You go. You go on your. You go on your. Uh, your boy show. I, I've listened to it. They're oh, good, yeah. dude. Yeah. They're no, good. It's awesome. I'm just busting balls. He, he, go, he talks <laughs> Illinois with these guys. I've listened to him talk. No, he, Sammy, Sammy's awesome, man. That's why everybody's trying to get him. We're lucky. We're lucky to have you, man. Honestly, we, we talk about it all the time. Like, this, this it's unbelievable that, that we get the insight. Yeah, he, he should be on ESPN sure. or something. Like Jay I Wood. enjoy it like, a lot. Trust me. I can talk to him all day. Yeah, it's the best. So, real quick, two more, Sam, and we're going to let you go. One, then if Thibodeau's gone, who do you see the Bulls eyeing? Do you have anybody out there? The mayor. You think so? Yeah. Kevin Alley? No? That's kind of the already... Yeah, I think it's been in the works for a few weeks now. I mean, all signs point to... Obviously, Thibodeau's got to be gone first, but if he is gone, um, I've heard his name pop up a lot. Because he's an NBA coach. I mean, he's in college now with Iowa State, but he runs an NBA-type program. He... Um, the guys he gets are pros, um, and he played for the Bulls too. And he's well respected around the league. Um, he's been a GM before. He's been in the front office of, of NBA organizations, so he knows the league. He knows the ins and outs. Um, I, will he get the job? I don't know, but I do know that he'll definitely be in the conversation, and he'll be. Uh, the Bulls will definitely give him a look. That's for sure. Awesome. I, I actually like him. I was thinking I kind of like Kevin Alley, Kevin Alley a little bit more. Do you see him landing in the NBA? Who? Kevin Alley. You see Kevin Alley landing oh, in the NBA? You know what? I, to be honest with you, the first time I heard that was today. I heard uh, I heard Alley to Oklahoma City, and I heard that because um, obviously he's a hot name in college, um, and supposedly he's very um, very close with KD. Um, and whether people want to believe it or not, he's going to have a big influence on that, that coaching decision of who they hire. So, um, and they want to get the right guy because if he, they don't win next year, that guy is gone. He'll be back home in Washington. Who? So, uh, Ali? the right hire there. To, to the Wizards? Yeah, I think mean, that's home for him. So I know. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Whitman. Do you like him as an NBA coach? Um, you know, I... I don't love him. Um, you know, I think he's got a boatload of talent. Um, obviously, the second half of the season, the way they kind of finished was kind of blah and kind of lost their spunk and lost their energy down the stretch. So, um, I like him. I don't know. I mean, is he an elite coach in the NBA? I don't think so. Um, but he's doing a good job. I mean, he's got those guys, um, obviously, up 2-0, you know, in a city that's got to be set for something. Something's got to be set for that. You know, going on the road and, and winning two um, in the first round of the playoffs is, is Volumes about getting your guys ready to play and getting your guys motivated um, and confident to find, you know go go get two wins on the road. Not easy to do. So uh, we'll see what happens with the rest of the playoffs. But I do like him. Um, I don't think he's elite, like I said, but um, I do I do like what he does. All right, you gave us Wisconsin and the NCAA. Are you changing any of your NBA picks? 
because we're going to talk again next week. I mean, as far as uh, I don't have you know San Antonio coming out of the West anymore. I have Oklahoma State. I mean, I'm sorry, I got Golden State. You got Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. State on your um, mind. Yeah, I got Golden State coming out of the West, um, and I'm going with the Cavs out of the East. I, I do think the Bulls are primed to beat them this year. As far as I think it's for the window to get LeBron um, this first year in Cleveland, but you know, in, until they prove otherwise, the East rolls through LeBron, and it always has the last six, seven years. So, um, but I do think the Bulls, following anything crazy happened with injuries, and if they're as healthy as they can be, they're going to give them a run for their money. Um, but we got a little something for you, Sammy. Right we got a little something for you, Sam. You hear that? Oh, baby. <laughs> I think it's hey, I think if there's a year to get them, this is it. You know what I mean? This is the window love it. for sure. So. I love it. I love it. Sam, always. So definitely capable. Always, man. We we love having you come on. At Sam Anaselko yeah. on Twitter. Former Division One basketball player at Bradley at Illinois. Give him a follow. He's He tweets out when he's watching games great follow oh yeah for sure um uh, our guy our nba ncaa expert sammy we always appreciate it talk next week thanks for coming on man thanks for having me all right take it easy take it easy bud that's ridiculous again he just i'll tell you what that's pretty good i'll take that if sammy says the bulls can do it i believe just just crank it That's what we're feeling like right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Remember that one, right? Oh, it's the best. Yeah. Uh, All right, dude. Well, we had a great show. Yeah. What, real quick, Bears, the draft is what? Uh, nine days. So yeah. we'll have a draft show next week. I'll have to talk to Dave, see when we can hook up. Next week will probably be mostly all all uh, all Bears talk. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Big football week and uh, lots going on, dude. It's going to be a fun summer. I mean, even tomorrow we got Cubs, Sox, Bulls, Hawks all playing. Awesome. Um, it's a big sports day. It's a big sports time of year. Thanks man. for listening, guys. Uh, tons of subscribers. We're, we're, we're jacked. I hope you guys are jacked. We, we love do, love doing this. I'm, I'm, I'm jacked, dude. And, dude, order a pizza for crying out loud. Joe's on Higgins. Joe's Pizza. Give him, a, give him a call like I say every week. It's not hard. You guys are going to love it. My boy Richie Ewalt, I know you're listening. Order that za you keep talking about. All right. For Dave, I'm E. Peace. Peace.